Hello, my name is Peter Moore. And I'm Bex Gregory. And welcome to the next episode of the Entertainment Engine. The idea behind this podcast is to provide clarity and information on the entertainment industry for new bands and artists, as well as existing creative industry people who are looking just to brush up on their knowledge. You can listen to us on all streaming platforms and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you want to learn more about what we do on a day-to-day basis, then please visit our website, seamlessentertainment.co.uk. Each week, we'll be bringing you an in-depth area of the entertainment industry. And this week, we're looking into film financing for the independent movie sector. Also on the show, Bex has the facts of the day and a question for this week for our listeners. Plus, I'll have all the latest entertainment news. And now, it's over to Pete to learn more about film financing. Hello there, and welcome to the next episode of The Entertainment Engine. Doesn't time fly? We're in, on, I think, on to our next 11th show already. Time has just gone really quick, so just a quick shout-out to thank everyone who's subscribed to the show. Really appreciate it. Um, this week, the last several weeks, we've been looking at the music industry and key areas of you know, what to look for in a music manager and a live agent and how to set up a label. This week, I thought we'd just sort of take a little bit of a different angle and start looking at the movie industry. And this particular week, we're going to be looking at one of the aspects of financing in the movie industry, and it's a really complex area to navigate. And again, a bit like the music industry, the film industry is just exactly the same. So I thought it would be good to share this sort of area with um, budding producers and directors, even established producers, because it's a real... It's one thing trying to create something really positive and a lot of creativity, and then, unfortunately, the business aspect really gets in the way... Um, and I suppose it should really, but I think the more information and expertise you have around you, then the more informed decisions you can actually make. So that's, that's, that's got to be a good thing. So looking at the world movie finance, and it really is complex, just to say the least. I mean, you've got equity, you've got debt, you've got mezzanine, you've got first in, last out. I mean, oh my God, it just goes on and on and on. It just seems so difficult. I mean, in truth... Do people really tell you anything? What's going in the finance world? Is it all smoke and mirrors? Um, is it a place where you can hide movie losses with some great creative accounting? I don't know. It's just It just seems a very, very difficult area to sort of navigate. But hopefully this sort of session will just sort of demystify a little bit and um, help the budding producer and director move on and create some fantastic movies over the next sort of, you know, next several years. So let's look at the key elements of print and advertising, which is actually called P&A that a distributor must consider at this stage. And they are, first point we're gonna look at is the quantity and production of release prints and trailers. Specialist films will often be released with fewer than 10 prints into key independent cinemas. With these prints subsequently toured over a six month period to all parts of the United Kingdom. Really on the other hand, Commercial mainstream films will often open over 200 prints simultaneously, screening in all major UK towns and cities. Now we go on to the next area. Press materials, clip reels, images, press previews and screener tapes. For the majority of movie releases, favourable press response is really, really a major key factor. 
It's, it's a key factor in anything you do, really. In developing the profile and desirability of that movie project, distributors consider both the quality and the breadth of coverage, and this is often inscribed into the nature and the scale of the press campaign. Okay, moving on. Design and printing of posters and other promotional artwork. The cinema poster in the UK, this means a standard of 30 by 40 quad format is still really the cornerstone of any theatrical release campaign. Numerous recent examples indicate that the poster design is highly effective in packaging the key attributes of a movie potential audience. Distributors will also consider other possible campaigns ranging from underground advertising, black cabs, flyers to even billboards. Okay, the next point. Advertising campaign, locations, ad size and frequency. Advertising in magazines, national and local newspapers works in tandem with press editorial coverage to really raise the awareness of the movie release. Press advertising campaign from specialised films will be effectively selected on each publication and spaces to relevant editorial for that specific medium. For mainstream films, scale and high visibility really is the key. The cost of print and advertising in the UK is comparatively high and is seen as making the distribution in the UK a riskier business than in most other countries. In order to extend the reach of advertising and develop more effective communication with the audience at a low cost, distributors are looking increasingly to viral marketing, different forms of electronic word of mouth via the internet, email and mobile phones. Some really interesting points there to look through and, and just sort of starting on the journey for the P&A um, print and advertising journey for, for you all. There's some really good points. That's all for part one. I'll be back to you with part two in a moment, but now I'm going to pass over to Bex for the first fact of the day. Facts of the day. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's fact of the day. Now this week's fact is about Bollywood, India's movie industry, which produces twice as many films a year as Hollywood does. However, to go even further on this, research shows after Hollywood, Nollywood, the film industry in Nigeria, is in fact the second largest movie industry globally. In terms of output, producing about 2,500 films a year, which is even bigger than India's Bollywood on a per capita basis. Nigerian movies are really popular, particularly in Africa, where they currently outsell Hollywood films. Hollywood produces 500 films per year on average and has a worldwide audience of 2.6 billion, whereas Bollywood produces more than a thousand films every year and has a worldwide audience of 3 billion. Hollywood are out in front in terms of box office revenue, but it will be really interesting to see how Nollywood and Bollywood close the gap on the current box office leader in the future. And now I'm going to hand you back over to Pete to learn more about film financing for the independent sector. Well, another great facts of the day from Bex. Thanks for that, Bex. And um, welcome back to the next part of print and advertising for the film industry on the financing side. And the next area we're going to take a look at today is the press campaign and actually contracts in a PR agency. Many independent distributors in particular don't have press departments. You know, you just it's impossible. How can you afford them? And we'll constantly look at hiring a press agency to run a press release campaign. But again, that becomes expensive. You might have an in-house team or a person that you work with that's a PR specialist 
and that might be a bit more beneficial for you. Um, this is especially in the case if the distributor brings on key talent for press or interviews to support the movie release. So whichever way you look at it, you know, a great press campaign and contracts in a PR agency is, um, is something that you, sh you should consider as well as you move forward in this process. And then obviously arranging visit by the talent from the film. So obviously looking at the actors and the actresses attending to promote the movie um, across different jurisdictions, um, territories, um, you know, it's a really, really good area to, to look at and obviously will publicise your film and get a lot of eyeballs on what you're doing. And the use of talent, usually the director would attend as well, as I just mentioned with the lead actors, and it will win significant editorial coverage to support the movie because, you know, if you've got an A-list actor, fortunate enough to be able to have that or someone that's blowing up at the moment, then it's going to really put a lot of eyeballs onto your movie or your film or your TV show, and it's going to give you some great feedback and some great sort of coverage. And the volume of coverage for this can really outweigh the cost of the talent's visit as well. So again, when you're looking at putting your budget together and, and looking at how everything's going to be costing, again, it's really something that you should be um, have a look at uh, considering, really. And other preview screenings. A distributor will consider the use of advanced public screenings to create word of mouth. And advanced buzz around a film for the P&A applies when the theatrical motion picture is completed or is in the advanced stages of its completion. Okay, and still continuing that area, um, P&A financing is the key to determine to assuring a picture's return on investment, which is called the ROI, which is the return on investment, and can run anywhere from 30% to 100% or more of a picture's total production budget. The P&A addresses a picture's theatrical release along with all of its ancillary and subsidiary releases which could be via Netflix, Video On Demand, Cable, DVD or Blu-ray, both domestic and international. And also bear this in mind as well, P&A financing is always last in and first out on the ROI for all the movies waterfall, so that's something that you really have to be, be aware of. When you're going for P&A financing, it will be the first monies out. So just make yourself aware of that when you're actually creating the budget and the cash flow with your team. It's important to really carefully monitor the distribution process to ensure that the residuals come back to all the right parties. The placement of P&A can sometimes allow partial repayment to the film's equity investors, but not all. When financing the P&A, it typically would expect around 20% coupon and a maximum of 12 months to repay the principal and the coupon. After the P&A recoupment, it's also a good idea to incentivise the producer and the talent residue pool. This is a good way of just keeping everybody happy, making sure that everyone can effectively eat and um, are all on the same page. The film distributor would normally take 8-12% to of the placement of the P&A contract, at which time the film is fairly well defined and the talent is fully in place, with box office projections are much easier to forecast at such time. Some P&A financing companies is capped at around 30 million, but this is subject to the individual financer for the movie or project. Just depends on who you're working with and what their criteria is at that time. The P&A financing agreement typically also caps distributor reimbursement of expenses of around $300,000. Minimum guarantees cannot be paid out of the P&A financing. However, guild residuals can be honored as part of P&A financing structure.
You can sometimes split the distribution revenues between the financer and the production company and its investors on a 50-50 basis after the financer recoups their investment. The financing of the P&A then allows the production company to pre-sell to foreign markets. The domestic sales are tied to paying back the P&A. Discouraging the pre-sales of domestic revenues is a debt that subordinates all the investors and the residue pool. Pre-sales are particularly impossible to obtain without a firm commitment from P&A to be in place. The finance of movies are so complex and it's really difficult to actually understand all the financing structure. So I hope uh, this podcast will help a little bit with that. And I thought we're just going to continue with other areas of P&A costs really, um, how they can look at some of the other activities. And this really would include defining your brand. So defining your movie brand of the movie, such as logo, font, colours, etc. Posters. Designing and printing and distribution of posters is key. And you want a really great poster that just really attracts people to what you're selling. And that poster should tell everybody what you're selling, who's in the movie and really what the movie is all about. Photos. On-set photography, poster image, publicity shots, etc. You can't go wrong. So if you're on set and you've got a, you know, an in-house photographer there taking all your stills, it's a great way to actually... Yeah, look behind the scenes as well, what's going on with the movie, so people get a real emphasis of what's going on and how your movie's coming together. Press relations. Set visits for journalists and interviews upon release. Again, I can't talk enough about this. You build up really, really great area within the press and get great relationships, work those relationships, build on them, explain what you're doing, invite them down. It's a really, a really good thing to do. And obviously, you... you going to be looking at the premiere as well the after party so who you're going to be inviting the red carpet who's going to be attending it's another great way to get your movie out there and actually getting the, the people that you want there to actually express and coverage everything you did on your movie and then one thing that i've talked to bands about as well and i think this applies to lots of pretty much everybody what we do is electronic press kit which is an epk we give the media outlets footage behind the scenes and interviews with the key cast and crew and everything that you're doing and you could have that as a snapshot for a three four five page document no more than that so it just gives people a really good snapshot of what you're doing and maybe a good area to look at as well is research 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 put together focus groups put together exit polls testing possible posters and trailers and really with your focus groups sort of really nail down what you're trying to achieve within this research structure so you know you're getting the best possible chance for your movie to actually you know get a theatrical release and and you know put bums on seats trailers creating and distribution prints to cinema a really good idea and again you can get your your message across in a 30 second or a minute and a half trailer and it works exceptionally well you know this ties in with radio spots creative and distributing to radio stations across national regional community radio stations again being in front of the public and explaining what you're doing and, and get your message across about your movie again i can't endorse that enough as well as television spots as well same thing creating and distributing to tv stations is uh, is a real must as well printed materials for the cinema such as banners cinema front and standees is a really good idea and again you're just Providing your whole media mix, really, with everything that you're doing. So you're providing a trailer, radio, television, printing material. Just trying to do as much as possible so you can expose your movie to as many people as possible. And the one last thing that you need to consider as well 
is travel and accommodation for the main actors and actually possibly the director as you actually go around the world and the release is going in Australia and New York and London you're going to need these people with you to actually you know answer the questions from the uh, journalists and actually you know be your um, eyes and ears for everything and actually promote your movie wherever you're going really um, but not all movies will use all these activities but the larger movies will the print and advertising budget will include all of the above list and possibly more in some cases but again it really does depend on your budget um, where you're going to be releasing if it's just going to go straight to DVD or if it's going to go straight to Netflix or it's going to be a theatrical release it's just sort of down to what you're doing and, and how your actual movie is going to work at that time and I think really just to finish off on this session a couple of points to sort of look at which I came across recently um, the cost of theatrical distribution in the UK and some really interesting statistics from the BFI which is the British film industry using data from around 150 British films released in the UK cinemas across 2015 and beyond the big difference between the big and the small movies, and this is really quite, really interesting actually, British film, feature films, with production budgets north of 10 million, have an average P&A budget of just over 2 million. And the budget is 20% of the total budget. So if your movie's 10 million, you're looking at a 2 million P&A budget. By contrast though, films on a smaller scale with production budgets under half a million, receive P&A budgets around 100 times smaller, and that's an average of £20,000. So you can see the huge, huge difference in spend between a major release and a small independent is actually quite startling, really. And the same sort of thing looking at distribution in the US. The cost of prints uh, is far lower than the cost of advertising in the US. The Motion Picture Association of America, the MPAA, used to collect data on this topic from members and public on this information annually. In the early 1980s, prints accounted for around 18% of the total P&A budget, but in the late 2000s, this has dropped around to 10%. So, some really interesting facts and sort of like navigating your way through parts of the, um, the film industry for financing. This is just one part of it. The, the P&A is just one part of your finance structure for a movie. And there's obviously several other areas we will look at actually raising capital um, through equity, through debt. But this is just one key area I wanted to touch on this week. So it's sort of giving you the heads up and looking more, doing more research in, uh, for your movie so that you'll, you know, you're armed with information to move forward and create a great project. Well, that's all for this week's session. And now I'm going to pass over to Bex for this week's question of the day. So for this week's question of the day... Which solo artist also had UK top 10 hits with Queen, Mick Jagger and Bing Crosby? So if you think you know the answer, please drop us a voice message via anchor.fm forward slash entertainment engine. Or you can email us directly at podcast at seamlessentertainment.co.uk for a chance to be featured on next week's show. And now, let's revisit last week's question. What is the highest grossing movie of all time? And the answer is Marvel's Avengers Endgame, which grossed $2.7 at the box office. And I'd like to thank everybody who's been answering all the questions that I've been putting out each week. 
And I just want to give a shout out to Kai from Japan, who got the answer correct. So really big well done for that. And it's great that you're listening all the way from Japan. And now it's time to head back over to Pete for this week's entertainment news. Entertainment news. And on this week's music news, we are really excited to announce to all independent artists, bands and musicians to submit your music to be featured on the Entertainment Engine Spotlight. All submissions will go through the Seamless and Entertainment Engine team to be considered to be featured on the podcast. All you have to do is send us your links to your music via Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. with a brief artist or band bio to podcast at seamlessentertainment.co.uk. Good luck to you all from the Entertainment Engine team. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Entertainment Engine, and thanks for listening. Join us again next week when we have our next special guest on the show, Charlotte Armitage. Charlotte is a media psychologist specialising in the film and TV industry, particularly psychological duty of care processes in production. Charlotte is the Managing Director of Yorkshire Academy of Film and Television Acting, YAFTA, and YAFTA Talent Agency, and has over 10 years' experience of working in the industry. Charlotte is a resident expert for BBC Radio, where she regularly contributes to pieces on a wide variety of psychological topics, including mental health, mental health in the workplace, and acting industry and disability representation in the media. So be sure to tune in to next week's episode. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast and follow the Entertainment Engine on Facebook and Twitter for all the latest updates. It would be great to have your feedback on the show, so you can always drop us a message at any time. That'd be great. Thanks for listening to the show, and stay safe. The Entertainment Engine.